Hey everybody, welcome to the third ever episode of the Sorry We're Late podcast. Due to some technical difficulties, we're going to be dropping you right in the middle of some DC talk. Uh, we do apologize for the inconvenience, but we hope you enjoyed the podcast anyway. Thanks. see myself paying for it and i finally fixed my audio my bad guys um me personally i wouldn't pay for it i love those shows but if they have or if they're tied only to a specific streaming service i'm not gonna watch it and i feel like i'm not alone in that because not only do i pay for netflix i also pay for playstation plus i'm gonna start a nintendo account xbox is starting this crazy shit with their game pass which i'm not a part of but a lot of people are at some point, there's going to be so many that you're just not going to... You're going to have to sacrifice one or the other. And I just don't think it's smart to open up your own streaming service like that. Versus if you're on network television, you can also be on those streaming services on top of it. That there's already an audience install for. It just doesn't make sense to me. I don't see why or how it would be financially uh, sustainable. Well, truthfully, we just don't have enough information about <coughs> the new streaming service or just the, the medium that they're going to be putting these shows out on in general. I mean, I'm sure if it tanks, they'll probably move it to something else. But I'm all for... I just don't understand, I just don't understand why, like... I don't know. I feel like they should, like, go to go to one of the already the big the big dog companies like Hulu or Netflix. I, I would opt for that over... Um, doing my own streaming service, but they already kind of do at this point. That's why I feel like the business, being that they already have, like, ha- how could the CW possibly afford to lose that at this point? Like, what else do they have other than, like, Jane the Virgin and shit like that? That's Supernatural. Do, uh, is that on there? Supernatural. That goes to show you how much I know about that show. <laughs> CW is sort of widely popular, more, more so for its, like, it's romantic shows and stuff like that that they've got because they had Vampire Diaries for a really long time. Supernatural is in its thirteenth season now. See, Supernatural, if it, I if that do, that is a game changer for me to know that like, that Smallville does change everything. Was a CW show, yeah. um, and that ran for <clears throat> 10, 11 seasons. Um, CW's got um, they have that show I Zombie, which is really good. That's true too. It, I thought that was a surprise. Netflix show. <clears throat> no. I am completely in the dark in this. Holy shit! CW's got a a, a very good. So CW, but CW as it is, it's got a really good string of of television shows. CW also has Riverdale. CW has their shows on Netflix too. Then, like pretty pretty soon after the shows, right? Wait, what? Does CW have the shows pretty soon after? Or yeah, Netflix. At least yeah. Holy shit! Two weeks after the season's end, they go on Netflix. So I mean, what? What at would they gain? 
Yeah, I don't, at least with the DC shows. I don't know if it's it's the Arrowverse shows that go on uh, two weeks after. I don't understand what they're gaining by leaving that business model. I don't see why. I, I, honestly, I, I kind of feel like it's the uh, – <clears throat> and this is maybe uh, pretty premeditated, but like just the downfall of Netflix – like I don't know if it's happening anytime no, soon, but absolutely if Disney not. is starting their own streaming service, <clears throat> and who else? Who knows who else is going to get in the game? I mean, if it's a WB streaming service and not just a, a DC one, I could absolutely see that being um, something that DC would want to get on instead of sticking with Netflix. Because if all these different companies <clears throat> are coming out with streaming services, Netflix and Hulu's days are numbered. There's no possible way. Netflix is a fucking monster right now. Netflix will go back to being mostly movies. No way. Dude, their original content has been fucking on fire the past, like, three years. Yeah, but the, the, that original content, the majority of it is going to start getting pulled soon. Yeah. I mean, yeah. When, when Disney does this, this, this their streaming service, the Marvel shows are not staying on Netflix. Dare, Dude, they 100% are. Daredevil. By the way, have y'all watched Punisher yet? No. Is it good? Oh, my God. Y'all so, Punisher. Punisher would have been one of my picks had that not come back. And I would have been on, on uh, sort of the... The same way as D-Rock was with Blade, where I'd be like, fucking Thomas Jane, because I fucking loved the movie that he was in. I didn't really care for the, the Warzone. What was it? Punisher Warzone? I liked it, but it it didn't, like, I was already tainted on the fact that it was a Thomas Jane. They did the R, the hard R stuff, which was great, but um, that would have been one of my picks had he not already come back. And I'm very excited to watch it, but I'm so be be. I'm so far behind on, like, Iron Fist, Defenders, uh, The Punisher. Like, I feel like those shows are interconnected enough where you do need to watch them all. Like, I, I feel like that. Anyway. Yeah, no, th- th- all those shows are great. Some of them are not as up to par as, like, like, Dare- like Darede- it's like Daredevil and Punisher are at the top. The rest of them are still good, but not, like, as good, I feel. I think you're a crazy person. I think Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones is just... It's it's a good Amazing. show. Amazing! It's a great show. Fantastic! It does not touch just as good. Show. That's the adjectives you're looking for, Ryan. My topic today, on top of Jessica Jones, not one of my favorite actresses, but she she's pretty good. My topic is favorite actor and actress. Now, actor is hard for me. I don't know why. Maybe I'm uh, just like more particular about uh, actresses than actors. I don't know. I don't know why. Don't call me sexist. I don't think that's what it is. But, you know, I think Emma Stone is my favorite actress currently. And now, here's the thing. Here's the caveat to this topic. This is favorite actress. Do I think she's the best actress of all time? No. I don't know that because I'm not a a movie person. I don't watch, like, the Academy Awards most of the time and shit. However, she did win, like, best actress last year. D-Rock, I think you're muted. Said all that's garbage anyway. The Academy Award. I agree, uh, but like I know, uh, like okay. So Emma Stone is probably my favorite actress right now. Being being from coming from Superbad, which is a hilarious movie, but not something you would picture in ten years to have one of the the fucking hottest fucking actresses of all time. And I don't mean hot because she's sexy, but she is, and that's beside the point. But I mean, like, coming coming off of, like, La La Land last year, which is one of the best musicals of all time. I'm a musical fan, and I haven't seen a musical that actually, would like, had peop- like had me talking about it because, like, I, I, I liked them as a kid, but there haven't been, like... There was, like, Sweeney Todd and, like, the one with fucking... 
Wolverine. I, I watched them and I'm like, those are good, but they didn't fucking like holy shit amaze me like La La Land did. And her acting in that movie really was brilliant in my opinion. Um, and plus fucking Gwen Stacy, come on, come on. You 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 come off of like comedies like Super Bad, go into like these huge movie franchises portraying Gwen Stacy. And fucking knocked it out of the park. The best part about those movies is her and Peter Parker's Zombieland, relationship. Man. Zombieland, yes. Zombieland. Fuck yes. Zombieland's amazing. And now she's like doing like these fucking ridiculous movies like La La Land. And it's just like she's fucking knocking it out of the park. My favorite actor is very difficult because uh, I want to say Jim Carrey. Because it's like it, it probably is. But that's that's like the type of movies that I go for. Usually, when I think about actors, I don't think about dramatic roles. I usually think of comedies. I don't know why, but that's usually what I gravitate towards. That because when I connect with an actor, it's usually because they make me laugh, which isn't always the easiest thing to do unless you're really stupid. Like Jim Carrey, he's a fucking moron. Like, but he's a genius at it. Like the dude knows how to make people laugh. The dude's hilarious. Fucking Dumb and Dumber, Ace Ventura. Uh, liar liar all that shit when I was a kid growing up amazing and I still watch those films and crack up at them whereas like when I was a kid I watched Adam Sandler movies nowadays when I go back to those I'm like it's still fun to watch it's still funny Happy Gilmore stands up Billy Madison does as well but a lot of those other ones eh, kind of like I don't know and then like another one of my favorite comedians is uh, Will Ferrell his movies his movies are so stupid but dude I fucking love them and Steve Carell come on Get the fuck out of here. I can't believe you went the Jim Carrey route over the Will Ferrell route. With it. As much as you quote, you were just quoting Anchorman before we started this. The podcast. Anchorman is my favorite movie probably of all time. Like, like you quote it, Will Ferrell more than anybody <laughs> should reasonably. That's why he's in my, he's, he's in the discussion. I'm, I'm giving a shout out to them, but I think, but now those are all shout outs. They're not my favorite. If I have to pick like an absolute one, fucking Tom Hanks, Tom Hanks guys. Can we go with Tom Hanks, please? Because, dude, Castaway still makes me cry, right? Dude, that fucking movie, he's yelling at a volleyball, and I'm busting into tears. Now, that could very well be granted due to the story. But, dude, I think he's amazing in that movie. I think he's an amazing voice actor as Woody, dude. He's fucking hilarious. He's really funny. He's really good uh, actor just in general. And I feel like that that actually could pops possibly stand with all the movie critics and shit as Tom Hanks. Like that's my answer. What do you guys think? You want to go D Rock? You can go first. All right. Um, I'm not with you on the Tom Hanks. I like him as Woody, but that's pretty much it. Um, Dude, Tom Hanks, man. Castaway was a good movie, but I don't cry when I watch Castaway. Uh, Where's your soul, Ryan? My soul's that, here. It just that has- movie is so. Devastating. God. It doesn't get me the way. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, I, I liked him in uh, was it Saving Private Ryan. Was He was really good in that. Um, but in terms of favorite actors, I don't think he's anywhere close. Damn. Um, for actor, uh, I tend to go more of the voice actor route, even though they, they, they appear. I mean, Mark Hamill's really close. Mark Hamill, dude. Mark um, Hamill. I have a hard time not picking him, but I, my favorite actor is probably Haley Joel Osment. Um, Who is that? He's a little boy from Sixth Sense as okay. well as from Second Alliance, and he's the voice actor for Sora, Sora. in Kingdom Hearts. I knew it. God damn it. It's, it's hard for we me to We can't go, go through one episode without talking about Kingdom Hearts. We never will. Just we so never you know. will. I mean, we I love happened. Kingdom Hearts. Is he also in Kingdom Hearts 3? 
Has that been confirmed? Yeah, that's confirmed. He also just appeared as he's, he's he looks completely different now. Um, but he's on an episode of the X Files for their new season that just came out. Bruce Willis is a is a pretty good one. Just saying, talking about talking about the Sixth Sense. Yeah, that's Willis. not a bad choice either. That not, movie is unbelievably good. By the way, I re- recently in my Shyamalan. Like his movie is fucking yeah. amazing. Like I didn't really what care the for the, the water is, one, that's... the lady one. What is it? What? What was that one? Dbok, help me out here. What the fuck was lady that? Lady in the water. That I fucking said the water lady. The water lady. <laughs> <laughs> lady in the water. Yeah, that one. I didn't care for that one that much. But like almost every one of his movies, like people people joke about it because it's twists on every movie. But man, they're fucking good. Twists are fun. Split, Split man. But thank you. That was weird. The fucking <laughs> ending of Split. Holy fuck. Oh my god. Have you yeah, watched Split? Too. I've never watched Split. But Dude, it's... have you have you watched Unbreakable? No. Watch Unbreakable. I've heard Unbreakable is good though. Watch Unbreakable. And then watch Split. Don't worry. Just do it. Okay. I might have to do that. Um, I don't really... Honestly, when, when you posed this question during the week... Um, <clears throat> I don't really think about favorite actors and actresses except for for actress like it was a no brainer is Emma Watson just because like Emma it, it's Emma's man that's it, what it is absolutely it's just just growing up with the Harry Potter trilogy and like basically like a renewed crush every time I watched the next movie was just it's really weird because she was a small child but, but then, I was a small yeah, child like, it's, so it's, it's, it's acceptable. Um, it's not acceptable anymore to go back to <laughs> that, that doesn't work. But like even now, like it just it held through like through every movie. Like I, I love her in Harry Potter, but uh, she hasn't done anything since that's interested me. Bullshit. She was in Beauty and the Beast. She did great in that. I thought she was good in it, but it wasn't like man, what a fantastic performance. But the movie was good. She was in a. Uh... Was it the end of the world movie? The movie with all that the was hilarious. That, that was, was funny. She was only in it for a little while, but she was still hilarious in it. I mean, That's, I'll give you that. But the Harry Potter uh, series is enough. Like, I don't need anything more than that. Like, Gal Gadot is very close to dethroning her, just because Gal Gadot's pretty awesome. She's pretty awesome. I don't know if I'm saying her name right. I, I probably it might that be Gadot. Got it. She she cleared this up, but I didn't read the article, so I'm not really sure. It was. I thought it was Gal Gadot. It could be. Gal Gadot sounds like one really badass like Roman Empire type name. <laughs> like that's that's a name that you would like. Like the name befits like if they just like didn't want to call Wonder Woman Diana Prince and they just wanted to call her Gal Gadot. That like that works. Like that would not work. That would work. It that would just works. derail everything. <laughs> 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 that movie is struggling enough. That movie that is not struggling. That movie franchise. That that, that, that sh- world is struggling like enough. The, the they don't need spot. to confuse people by changing it, names. In the public eye, it is the bright spot on the. Who would have saw that coming? Seen? Who would have seen that coming? Who would have saw? Who would have seen that coming? Okay. That Wonder Woman would be the, the the shining example of the DCU. D-Rock doesn't feel that way because D-Rock doesn't like Wonder Woman. I mean, regardless of, of I your, never said I didn't like it. You did. DC is struggling, I, Albert. I, Hello, dude, by the way. I said that it wasn't the best DC movie. Like It wasn't the, this great, magnificent movie everyone made it out to be. I, I enjoyed it's not, it a it's, lot. It's um, not awful. I found it boring, and it felt like I was watching Captain America. I saw a lot of differences, in my opinion. Like, uh, I could see the comparisons, obviously, because it's almost like a period piece, but not really. 
on and off. The only correlation I draw between the two movies is they're both set in World War One. That's the only thing that I see like similar. I I personally would probably say I prefer Wonder Woman over the first Captain America. If I'm being honest, like I mean, just the character is a little more interesting to me. I guess I don't know. I'm not that big of a Captain America fan. I liked especially Winter Soldier and Civil War, but the first one, it, if I was ranking the MCU movies, which should be a fucking topic later, um, Captain America one would probably be pretty low on my list. Um, whereas Wonder Woman, I did enjoy that a good bit. It's hard to not put it low on the list just because of how many. That's great true. Movies there it's are a good MCU, point. Um, I don't really particularly care for either of the villains. Like, without going too spoilery, um, the villains didn't really cut it for me, but that's not really why I enjoyed the movie anyway. I liked her adventure, and I, I really wish they would have just done a movie in the Amazon, like, or whatever, like... The Amazon? The, what what place are they? Themyscira. The, whatever. Themyscira, or whatever world they're fucking from. I don't do the Wonder Woman lore. That was more interesting than cool. the rest of the movie. they were Amazonians, though. Yeah, but they don't live in the Amazon. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm with you. I don't understand what the fuck's going on there. I'm not uh, really into the comics, but um, I would have preferred if they had just done a movie there and maybe done the sequel up to that. Maybe they could have spent more time developing a villain in World War One. I. I, I don't know. I, I, I'm with you on that. They should have spent more time developing Ares. But yeah, um, that's my problem. Like, and, and it's the same argument people have against Marvel. And it's a very valid argument that none of these superhero films have good villains. Like, people bitch about Batman vs. Superman with uh, Jesse Eisenberg, but I thought he did thought a pretty Jesse good Eisenberg job. Jesse Eisenberg was amazing. I don't think he's man, a good fit for Lex. Man, man, Jesse Eisenberg man, man. is close uh, on, on my actor list for me, actually. Like, Dude, I love Jesse Eisenberg. He should have been the fucking Riddler. I'm, I'm with you 100%, but I don't... No, I think he's an absolute perfect Lex Luthor Jr. I just don't think audience would audiences would... Uh, be okay with the the main antagonist for Batman versus Superman to be the Riddler. Like it just wouldn't. No, no, I, no. I don't mean make him make him the Riddler in that movie. I just meant they should have saved him as the. Riddler. Yeah, I guess so. Later on, they should have got Brian Cranston to be Lex Luthor. I'm a hundred percent. Brian Cranston can yes. still be Lex Luthor though. He still could be, but then that's really confusing yeah, and stupid. But they should have just but, done it in the first place. No, Brian Cranston's a good pick. To, good pick. They're not gonna. They're not going to go that route because of the end of Justice League. No spoilers, but, you know. <clears throat> they still have the opportunity to go that route down the road. Nah, they're not going to do that. I don't see them doing it. They could. I mean. They absolutely should. I would I would love for them to, to fix the DCEU in any way, shape, or form. Just keep, keep Ben Affleck, please. Like, do. do He's not staying. That dude is, like, so. Get, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Is that, that the, that's the nickname they're working with? Can can we just get one Batman movie? Just just one with him. Just give him one Batman movie with the right director, the right writers, and just fucking knock it out of the park. I swear to God, I feel like that would be the turning point, like the real turning point. I, I just honestly, like I, as much as I want a Batfleck solo movie, I I just want progress. Like it seems like as long as Batfleck is attached attached to the Batman role, we're not getting anything solid about a Batman movie coming anytime soon. And the sooner that he's either out they, they fucked or, him though. Like with the whole like he wrote him. the that's, script. That's, that's Warner Brothers. He like it's, had it's like him not knowing what he's going to do. It's him not because he was attached to Flashpoint, now he's not. He he's now his last movie is going to be Suicide Squad 2. He was going to direct it, now he's not directing it. And then 
He was, that has nothing to do with him. That's them fucking him over. He are has, you sure? Do we know that for sure? Technically, all this is speculation, but from what I take from it, like, re- rewind maybe a year and a half, two years ago, coming off of Batman vs. Superman, Ben Affleck's like, dude, Batman all the fucking way. I'm writing, directing, all this shit. Then, out of the blue, Warner Bros. is stepping in, and this is just from my perspective. I don't know about this shit. I don't really keep up to date with it, but they come in and they're like, no... Um, we're scrapping that. We're rewriting, doing this, putting this guy as director. Which, granted, he probably shouldn't star, write, and direct his own like yeah, Batman I, movie. I, I, that I, is a workload. That uh, it's a bad idea. It seems like a bad idea, but like I feel like they overstepped, and he just lost interest, and now he's looking for his way out. Well, basically, did they read his script and basically decide they didn't like it, so they they were going after Matt Reeves? Yeah, but which like, what script okay have they Matt done that's any better? The like, movie is is godly like that that's the best thing that could happen for the dceu is matt reeves being attached to one of their movies we will never know but what if ben affleck's script was really fucking good and warner bros is like we're we don't want to go in this direction dude y'all see that (laughs) albert said the cat's paw in the background i've been looking at it off and on for a few minutes and i was like (laughs) i didn't realize the camera could show that perfectly that's fucking amazing now We'll never know, but how do we know that Warner Bros. just doesn't know what the fuck they're doing? And Affleck had this amazing script. Like, who the fuck knows? Because I mean, none of their none of their movies have been outstanding as far as writing goes. I disagree, but you know I'm, that's the that's for the day. Yep. <laughs> so, D Rock, favorite actor, actress, Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt is a good choice. I Parks and Recreation is the most amazing start to that guy's career because he's such a fucking Hollywood actor now. But when you're watching Parks and Rec, the dude seems so fucking hilarious and modest and everything. And he portrays that character almost just a slight bit in every single role. Like, people say that's a knock saying he's not very diverse and stuff. But, man, I fucking love it. The fact that he has the lead in probably the most popular superhero movie, Jurassic Park series and the fact that he's being attached to the Indiana Jones reboot is ridiculous. I didn't know is about Indiana sure? Jones. It's not for sure. He, it's, it's a rumor that he's attached to it, though. And personally, I don't see there being a better choice than him so being the lead. That's, that's what I was going to bring up. Uh, was that if I want him? To, I want to see him as Indiana Jones that, if they do decide to reboot it. Sounds absolutely perfect. What about actress? Did, now, hang on. Before we move on, I didn't watch Crystal Skull. I didn't. What was uh, Harrison Ford? Was he in that? Yeah, Harrison Ford was in it, and Shia Shia, Shia, Shia LaBeouf. Why he is was, it? Uh, why aren't they doing? He was his, he, he was his son, but <coughs> apparently that movie bombed. So, but I still want to watch it. But everyone talks about that movie like it's the most garbage movie they've ever seen. I mean, people say that about a lot of movies that I like. Exactly. But they're usually pretty spot on when it comes to the DCU. I'm just saying. <laughs> I kid. I do like those movies, Ryan. I love you. Um, You're a douche. So I can totally get down with Chris Pratt. Like that. That's a great choice in my opinion, uh, especially as far as like um, modern modern movies. Like that dude's in fucking everything. I was talking about him being an Indiana Jones. I didn't know that. Well, that's what I mean. Like, like I was trying to think of something. Like I've had to pick old actors. Like. I like Jim Carrey and Robin Williams. Robin Williams, shout out to him. I, Good lord. I was trying. I was trying to think of like more like okay, who do I enjoy seeing? Paul Rudd's another one. Paul Rudd's Paul, Paul Rudd's hilarious. Paul Rudd another Anchorman actor. I'm just saying we've shouted out 
Paul Rudd, Steve Carell, and Will Ferrell. Like, who the hell? What's the actor's name that plays Champ Kine? Nobody knows because he's the least favorite. Just saying. You mean the guy who looks like a live-action Bill Dotry from? Kings Absolutely. Of the Hill? Why haven't they done that? <laughs> Holy fuck! That would be amazing. <laughs> I swear to God, if they do a live-action King of the Hill, and he's not Bill, they fucked up. They fucked up. Or just a grown-up Bobby Hill. <laughs> he'd be. He'd be the perfect. The perfect. Uh, Bill. Oh man, that's amazing. I'm never gonna see him not in a tank top again. Or a white beard, whatever those things are called. Um, so what about actress? Oh, man. There's a lot. I don't know. Like, who do I like seeing in the movies? I don't know. I like Emma Stone a lot. That's what I was going to say, but you really quick here. So. I mean, hey, yeah. dude, it makes sense. Like, uh, she's killing it. She's pretty. She's a good actress. She's in a lot of good stuff. She should be Poison Ivy yeah. in the DCU. I don't want her anywhere near that franchise no. right now. <laughs> Batgirl, man. Batgirl, oh shit. Batgirl works too. Why don't... But they keep now, trying to attach Lindsay Lohan to Batgirl, which is a terrible idea. Let's go on a tangent here. Let's Lindsay let's take a, take a journey with me, guys. Now, this new Spider-Man in the MCU, right? They're, they're, they're building up this Venom movie on the side here where, no, oh. Tom Holland's not related, right? Well, now there's leaks like, hey... What if he is going to be in it? What if he's going to... There, there's rumors that he's going to be in that shit. Now... No, it's been, it's been it's confirmed. Confirmed. Yeah, confirmed. It's confirmed, okay. Top, it's as Tom Holland. Though. So well, now... as Tom Holland, but as Peter Parker. So now, this Venom movie is out of the fucking left field, right? It's already way the fuck out there. Now, at first I was like, I don't want this. But now I'm thinking, like, Tom Holland is, is confirmed now. What if Andrew Garfield's also confirmed and this out-of-the-left-field fucking... Movies that are coming out of fucking Sony that are just don't make sense. What if they're building up the Spider-Verse right there? And we eventually... That would be amazing. Like, it doesn't even have to touch the MCU because I know that's a whole shit fest for them to be dealing with Infinity War and Spider-Verse. Let let them get fucking really weird on the Sony side. Bring back Emma Stone. Bring back fucking Tobey Maguire. Kirsten Dunst. And just... Spider Verse the shit out of it. I'm okay fucking have lose, the voice so actors, okay the cartoons. I fucking would lose my shit, dude. Imagine, just fucking imagine that. Have a universe. They could have a universe. They get uh, what's your name, Mayday Parker, where it's uh, it's uh, Peter Parker and uh, Mary Jane's daughter. Yes, she's Spider Girl. I just want to see a live action Peter Toby Parker. Wire. If he doesn't want to be Spider Man, he could be an older Spider Man. You know, fuck yeah. Now, yeah. People, people that aren't familiar with Spider-Verse, don't worry about it. Just fucking go with it. Now, spoilers for The Amazing Spider-Man. You should have watched it already. Gwen Stacy's dead. She needs to be fucking Spider-Gwen. Like, they need to do a full-on yep. fucking Spider-Gwen movie with Emma Stone, yep. dude. Cause, cause I'm going to lose comics, my shit. In the comics, when they meet up, when Spider-Gwen meets up with uh, Peter Parker, he's like, like, He's he's so confused because in her world Peter Parker died. Exactly, and, yeah. And you know, obviously. Could you it's, imagine? It's oh my god! Like having what would be the chance? Oh my god! They get Tobey Maguire in on that though. What is he doing? He's, like, he's become quite the successful actor since. Man, I you have to imagine. Andrew Garfield, I'm sure, is going to jump on that shit. Like, yeah, I feel so hard. bad for him. He did such a good job. Now, and he just is, got the shaft, man. This is who needs to show up in the movie. Yes, twenty ninety nine. Hundred percent. I can't see his head. This is my 
my favorite Spider-Man. Now, who's going to play? Now, is that going to be a CG? We going to see no, the? It, it's a Spanish see, guy, isn't it? I don't remember. Do y'all think the Venom costume is going to be CG? Don't do that. We saw what they did with happened with fucking Green Lantern. That was the most garbage thing I've ever seen. But how do you do a Venom costume that isn't CG that doesn't look like trash? It would have Wait, to be. Are you talking about Venom or twenty ninety nine? Twenty ninety nine should just be a costume, but like it's a Venom and Carnage uh, you, movie. Here's what I was out. trying to get around. I was gonna say twenty ninety nine. It's the futuristic thing. It can have a different style, like CG style. And I'm thinking when they cross universes, I just really want their voice actor to stay the same. The dude that's been playing them, like the the original Spider Man series, and then he was twenty ninety nine. Well, they can still do a voice actor. He has a mask on. But then that's like fucking. James Earl Jones in it with fucking Star Wars. I feel so bad for the other guy. Like, well, that's what happened. In, I'm in sure the, James Earl Jones is okay with it. I mean, he's he's more famous than the guy that was actually. <laughs> I'm in talking the about suit. the other guy. Oh. Like, <laughs> is the other guy okay with this? Like that dude, man. Get the fuck over. He got to be Darth Vader. He does, but who the fuck's saying he's Darth Vader? No one. I don't even know that guy's name. You got to see his face for like the last ten minutes. Of that was that time. really him, or is that a stand-in? That's a good question. <laughs> very, very How funny. fucked up is that? The fact hey, that hey, they probably got a standing act. <laughs> Where's Arya? What's up, man? How you doing? Thank you so much for no, coming if, by. If, <clears throat> I'm still just confused how we went from Spider-Man 2099 CG suit to, to you start talking about Venom. I mean, Venom, of course, is going to be CG. I'm excited for that. I just meant I don't want Spider-Man 2099 suit to be CG because that's a that's a whole different... You know, it wouldn't make any it, sense to make that one CG. That's why I was asking. I thought you were talking about Venom with the CG because 2099 would just no, be so easy no, to do as no, an actual no, costume. No. Unless they're going maybe, the, maybe. the route they do, they're doing with the current Spider-Man costume, where it's like sometimes CG and sometimes not, which is totally obvious. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that. I, I the home, it looks so home, much better. Homecoming CG than it does is one actual costume, like. It's almost, it almost spoils his actual costume, which is still really good, but it's yeah. so much better looking when he's the CG version. Homecoming is one of my no, most no, favorite no, uh, superhero no. movies of all time. Homecoming's so good, but I'll be honest, like I'm not impressed with the CG in that movie. That fucking seagull. I talk to you guys about the seagull I, every I have time. No idea what you're talking about with the seagull. when he's when he's on that building and there's like a seagull or a fucking bird and he's like, it looks so fucking bad. Like why? Why even have them there? The, the Y'all bird, already know my my, my thing with. It. I prefer practical. <clears throat> I just don't think that the CG's up to snuff for Homecoming, to be honest. Like, I mean, the I suit is great. The thought... suit, like, it doesn't detract from it. It's not so bad that it ruins the movie for me, but it, it could be better, in my opinion. I think the Vulture looks amazing, honestly. I think I Vulture awesome. CG is really good. Uh, but, I mean, it's it's understandable. How the hell can you do practical effects with Spider Man? It's just, it's impossible. That's the case with most superhero movies <clears throat> now. The CG is just no, going to become I more mean, and more. Rampant. I just mean. Why make him a suit and then CG the fucking suit onto him? I mean, it's That's a it's good point. No, I, I agree with you. Why, why? I'm sure it's all part of like staging, and I mean, he's doing so many different motions. It's like it's impossible for him to be doing all these stunts and not be CG'd. Like, I mean, it's just impossible. Like, is the you know how they have like the the motion eye lenses or whatever? Is that CG suit or is that the actual? That's got to be CG. Because that might be the, the reason why they went with the You CG haven't seen Homecoming was on? Damn. Now, the eyes do the, like, the motion where they they squint and stuff. And 
The thing about uh, the thing about that partial. Bother me. The thing about partial. No, I'm, I'm saying that might be why they have the CG suit in certain parts, so that they can use the fact that the the eyes show emotion and stuff. Because it's... no, but like in Civil War, his suit looked one way, but then they're like, "Oh, let's just CG the whole thing." So the suit that you see isn't what he was wearing at all. Like the whole suit was CG the whole time he was in it. I mean, we don't know the behind the scenes of that because they hadn't struck the Spider-Man deal. I mean, who knows how much time they actually had to that, use Spider-Man. Um, that Iron Spidey suit that's going to be in the, in the new movie is going to be completely CG. I don't see them ever having an actual, like, real version of that suit. Oh, yeah. No, I, I get that. Yeah. Dude, that but, suit looks fucking awesome, suit though. That suit looks really Although good. I wish it had the, the legs on the back. <clears throat> the thing for Homecoming, as far as, like, the partial CG, partial <clears throat> not, like, I mean, if you have to use CG for every action scene, it makes sense that you want to keep it somewhat the same, even in real. That way you can't really spot the differences, like, night and day, whereas, like, of course, you you look for that stuff. And, and, I mean, you could spot the difference, but a lot of modern moviegoers... I don't, I, I don't look for it. I try not to look for it, and it's just there. I mean, flat out. you coming from, like, the, the more of a photography background, you just have the eye for it. That's just the thing. I mean, I notice it, but, I mean, like, Ryan doesn't. I'm sure... I mean, the movie's so fucking good, I could give a shit less. I, like, I, I notice CG, and I, but it just doesn't... When CG is not, like, top-dollar CG, it doesn't bother me the way it, it does D-Rock. Um... So what we're saying is our least favorite actor and actress is CG, computer graphics. That's your right? least favorite. All right. <laughs> Ryan, what is your topic, Mr. Wildcard? Okay. So um, it's safe to say we're all, we're all fairly nerdy. Um, 90% of our it's topics safe. are going to be nerd-related. Uh, that being said, for any, any – okay, so this is covering all mediums, comics, movies, TV shows. Um, what – character death has hit you the hardest as like growing up like which which show movie comic book anything has hit you the hardest and part two are character deaths an overused trope in storytelling mediums like does it have to be like comic book related or could it be anything it could be anything Curly, Curly, I, Curly. Before Curly can say anything, but I know he'll agree with me. I'm not gonna spoil anything for those of you who haven't watched the show, but season four of Dexter. Yeah, hundred percent. Fuck, dude. I, that I one fucked. That's not childhood, but dude, as an adult, that still sat with me for a while. That was fucked. That was oh, super I fucked. He, I didn't know he meant. Ch- sorry, y'all's voices keep cutting in and out, so I'm catching bits and pieces, but. So is childhood or just in general? Just um, try to keep it childhood or relatively in the past to avoid <clears throat> heavy spoilers. Um, like that way we're not talking anything too recent. Um, but it doesn't necessarily have to be childhood. I mean, that's that's a decent one. That show is old enough. And I mean, we're not flat out saying it, but there's a specific uh, episode that just really ruined the show for me if we're like talking about dexter man after that episode i quit the show like i couldn't do it it it, it fucked it with me so hard <laughs> yeah it didn't ruin the show for me it just it hurt after the episode i was like i got i left the room like i sat there and just stared up like i gotta i gotta go i i have to let me, let me go sit so i, I had to go <laughs> myself for a little bit I, I couldn't come back to the show for a little bit which 
after coming back and finishing the series, they should have just ended it right after that season. But I feel like they should have ended it one episode before. <laughs> just never end because, dude, still to this day. While we're oh, on the topic man. of Dexter, did you guys see that the guy who plays him is doing an audiobook version of Pet Cemetery? I would I would listen to that. I almost said I would read that, but I already read that. <laughs> man, man, the guy who plays Dexter, they, they there was fan he was fan casted as Flash, and I'm like I am. That's a I'd get behind that. Yeah, that would have been awesome. I would have been fine with that. Um, Mufasa, spoilers, really? spoilers, guys. The Lion King. I mean, if we're talking childhood, that was the first death, like for a kids movie. That like besides Bambi, because shout out to Bambi. Fucking, like, as a kid, I never, like, cried in a movie until fucking Lion King, dude. That shit was ridiculous. Dude, I cried like a baby. And the worst part is when, when Simba's just, like, rubbing under his paw. He's like, Dad? And just like, dude, it's still, like, saying that out loud just give me chills. Like, move fucking Fossa, dude. Holy shit. As far as, like, the, the tropes go, I I do... Big Hero Six. Save that. Save that for later. Save that for afterward. Okay. Okay. Start. Okay. Big Hero Six. That's a good one, Albert. That's a really good that's one. That's a very good one. That was that was good. Um, I mean, wait, which death though is he talking about? I'm sure he's talking about the beginning, Hero. No, no, not. But technically, the end uh, is. I, I would argue that the end is a, like, even though he's not, he didn't technically die. No, nah, he's talking about the dude's brother. Like, come on, Lion King. Yeah, dude. Come on, a hey, Aeon touches your butt. That's inappropriate. Um. <laughs> Mufasa, the first death I ever dealt with. Now, I'm a I'm a say an obscure one, but guys, if you haven't checked out Fluke, Fluke, man, holy shit! When the dog, the the um, the main character's friend, he dies, dude. And then spoilers, he comes back at the end, dude. I cried so fucking hard that, like, to this day, my dad remembers. Like, dude, Fluke, man, that's that. Like, this is an obscure movie from, like, 94, and my dad remembers it only because I cried so hard. Like, movie deaths don't usually get me until it's either A, deals with animals, or B, deals with uh, really big animals, like lions. It's just, I don't know. What's yours? I don't, I don't know if, if there's anything from my childhood that, that I can't, honestly, I can't think of any that, like, when someone died in it, that it made me legitimately sad. What about the uh... uh? Real quick, Aeon, you missed it. I did shout out Bambi. Damn it, Bambi didn't hit me as hard as Lion King though. Bambi didn't hit me at all. Dude, that was fucked up. What kind of person are you? <laughs> I, I'm just uh, maybe I didn't grasp it the gunshot. Oh, uh, dude, it didn't hit Disney, me the way certain things. Have Disney hit me. uses that trope a lot. Disney, which, Disney yeah. uses it a lot. But it's, I mean, it's good storytelling. It's, it's what. It, 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 it's what motivates the characters to mature and everything, and it's maturely themed. I mean, like. You don't fucking watch Cartoon Network and the the kid's parent dies. Like, I mean, it's just like it's when movies like cartoon movies actually take the audience serious and don't treat you like kids that I enjoy. Oh, I got one. Go for it. And I I don't recall the movie. I don't know if anyone dies, but I remember Fox and the Hound fucked me up for a little bit. Yes. Uh, Albert says uh, Marley and me. Any guys? I haven't watched Marley and Me. Wait, is that the live action one where they have voice actors talk for the animals? No. What am I thinking of? With Owen Wilson. (laughs) What is? What am I thinking of? What is Marley and Me? That's what I'm saying. Marley and Me is the movie with Owen Wilson. Oh, okay. I haven't watched that. 
It's a good movie. Um, the, I already know Fox and the Hound, though. What? Fox and the Hound's a good one. You already know what? I already feel I know what movie you're going to say. Mine? Wait, wait. Whisper it. Tell me. What? <laughs> I, want, I want to know if you're right. Hang that on. doesn't work. What is it going to be? You and just R- Ryan, you can't you lie. Because I don't think you know it. No, you you just tell me what you're going to say. No, I need to know. <laughs> I, I want to know what you what I'm you're curious. Because see how well you know me. I feel like... I feel like you guys could, should have guessed Lion King. I mean, I feel like all our answers just should be Mufasa. Like, what's wrong with y'all? Mufasa, Mufasa hurts. It hurt a lot. But they, they did it so early, they make you forget about it. You don't get really get attached to Mufasa. That I still haven't forgotten it. That movie's 20 years old. <laughs> it didn't bother me. It Killer bothered fucks. me, just not on that level. That y'all are crazy. Mufasa, I could have made that joke the other day about that they needed to move faster if they bothered me that much. <laughs> So the dinosaurs. Ooh, uh, fucking Land Before Time is a good, good Land Before Time is a good uh, one. Okay. Well, the first one. Dude. I mean. Yes. Ryan, Land what's up? Time. What you got? Okay. So originally when I thought of this question, I thought of this question because I recently read uh, Death of the Family where Joker kills Jason Todd. Mm-hmm. Spoilers. That's a good one. That's a good one. But that is not it. Um, I was going to go with. Uh, when Goku dies at the end of the Cell Saga, but that didn't hit as hard as I mean that hit hard. The deaths don't matter that in that show no, because he decided to stay dead. That one hit. He decided to stay dead. Right. What a fucking he, terrible he, he father! I'm just saying. He decided to stay dead to protect the Earth. He's jackass. Anyway, and then he comes back anyway. What? Oh, because you didn't see it coming. Like you thought the saga was over, basically. Like like. It was just going to end with the fight, but they just like went completely left field and killed your favorite character like it was nothing. But I'm going to go with Harry Potter. Actual Harry Potter. Even though technically he doesn't die. You can't use Harry Potter. You absolutely can because of this reason alone. Reading the sixth book. He was dead for like three pages. Shut the fuck up and listen. (laughs) The anticipation of waiting for the seventh book to come out, the only thing you kept hearing was they're going to kill Harry Potter. They're going to kill Harry Potter. Harry Potter is gonna die in the seventh book. So who the I, fuck thought that was true, man, though? I heard it everywhere, reading it online from friends. People was, are idiots. It was the common rumor that was going around about the seventh book. So the seventh book comes out, and with every page I'm reading, I'm intent in anticipation, waiting: is this gonna happen? Is this gonna happen? They're gonna kill Harry Potter. Like I can't believe this is actually gonna happen. And then they get to the moment where he's walking through the woods. He's got the ring. They made it so dramatic, and everything is just set up to just break your heart right there. And that moment where and then fucking Dumbledore Gandalf, yeah. When they, look, when they went to that moment, I, I, my heart was so relieved. But before that, I was in tears. Like I thought he was dead. Dude, hang on. So the thing about Deathly Hallows is early in the story they talk about the Deathly Hallows, which is the wand, the fucking invincibility cloak and the resurrection stone by the time they already said that you already know where it's going do you though absolutely why would they make the the deathly hallows the name of the book the resurrection stone you know what's fucking coming like the fact that like okay harry potter is amazing storytelling but it's not like the twists are hard to call No, I mean it wasn't that obvious because he used the the resurrection stone and it just brings them back as ghosts. The fact that back as a ghost doesn't count. They're searching for these horror cruxes. (coughs) The entire story is about how Harry and Voldemort are connected. Obviously, Harry is sort of like a horror crux. He's gonna die, but then they're talking about the resurrection stone. It's like, oh, okay, 
It's. I, I saw that shit a mild far away. I didn't away. pick that up at all because the, it's just the, that chapter that set it up with you find out that Harry is a Horcrux, first off, and then you find out that Snape and Dumbledore have been in on this the entire time, setting him. But that was a twist I didn't see. Like, Land of the slaughter. I'm like, oh my god, this dude's about to die. This is gonna if be you're gonna, gonna if you're everybody. gonna pick death. Sirius Black, fucking Snape himself, Dumbledore. Those all hurt, but way worse than Harry. Harry is the character that you're no. attached to throughout the entire. But no one actually thought. I thought no one thought he was going to die. I thought she was going to pull Snape's, that trigger. Because Snape's death was so much more layered, though, because the entire time you're like, he fucking killed Dumbledore. Then it's like when he actually does die, and like his last thoughts are about Lily. It's just like. This is fucked up. Harry's dad's actually a fucking asshole. He is a fucking asshole. And that hits so much deeper. The fact that you find out all in this point in time that Snape is a good guy. He's He's been protecting Harry for his love for Lily. And then it's just done. Boom. That fucking... That was a fucking it gut hurt. to the Don't stomach. Punch to somebody. I was already, that's just it, though. Also, because of Snape's death, I was already in a vulnerable state reading that entire <laughs> chapter. <laughs> it, it only Dude. lasted for a few seconds. Don't get me wrong. It's it, it's why I had a hard time picking this one. But I think you're crazy. The hairy death doesn't affect me at all. Death hit me. So hard. That's like crazy. Every page I turned, I was waiting for him to die. Serious black. So much anticipation. Serious. So man. much anxiety. Like you're crazy. Harry Potter dies? Exactly. What? Exactly. <laughs> I'm so confused. Y'all lost me. Now, okay, so the Deathly Hallows, the last one is the Resurrection Stone. So, yeah, Harry dies, but he has the Resurrection Stone. It, honestly, he doesn't. Okay, so the, the thing about it is, is this. Tarzan spoilers the villain. I count this because. That's not he sad. He doesn't die because. When he's when he's in the, the the train station with Dumbledore, he's like, "You're neither alive nor dead." So technically, right. he didn't actually die. But they let and you. Why is Dumbledore like fucking the white Gandalf revived? What is going on there? Like uh, there was already way too many comparisons. Like <laughs> in purgatory there, so maybe he just waited there. The why is Dumbledore there, dude? Dumbledore's an asshole. Like, come on, that dude's Dumbledore such a dick. Asshole. I agree. God <laughs> dang. Uh, oh man, I love him though, dude. Can we? We gotta have just a Harry Potter topic, guys. We gotta. It's gotta be next soon. week. Next week, no, I'll okay. bring a Harry Potter topic to the. Um, so moving on, we're we're gonna talk about like the 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 trope of using character deaths to motivate storytelling. Is that overused? Do you think it's overused? Do you think because okay, so hey, what we're, hey, what, he's got a point. He's got a point. What about Dobby? You fucking asshole? Dobby? Hell yes. Dobby hurt. But Dobby. Oh man, there were so many deaths in that one book. Fucking Hedwig. Hedwig. God, what was the point of that, dude? We gotta move on. We gotta move on. <laughs> we gotta move on. Dobby, shout out to fucking Dobby, dude. That broke my fucking heart. I never read the books, but in the movie that broke my heart. I was like, why the fuck would they do that to Dobby? Man, the Dobby one makes sense, but the, the there was no reason to kill Hedwig. There's just no – it doesn't move the story anywhere. It just – and I mean I get that it might be – it's like very early on and it's setting you up being like, look, this movie – I mean, I mean this book – plot point about him not being able to use his wand. Oh, my god. Shut the fuck. Hedwig had no reason to die. <laughs> it's – <sighs> it it is overused. Death in storytelling is overused, but that's the most like 
it's what I think humans fear the most. It's the most mysterious thing about us as a being. And so it makes for good storytelling, I think. I mean, what can you possibly motivate a character to, to change on a dime besides a death of a loved person? You know what I mean? That's fair. No, I, I, I agree with you on that. What, what really brought that part of the question up was when I was reading Death of the Family and – or death in the family because oh Odo had a comment about that saying spoilers he's not gonna be really dead and you are correct but he is dead wait what are we talking for a moment she's talking about Red Hood and shit oh shit we got we got an actual comic fan she could probably school all of us on comics by the way she has quite the collection see I haven't even got like when I was reading that book it got me thinking about is it overused that to me is like one of the best examples of it being a good, like it was, a, it was a the right time to do it, and it worked, and it was a, a good an instance of it work, like kept, like hitting you in comic books because it doesn't really capture that well in comic books because they always bring the character <clears> back, <throat> but even and then they do, but in a really interesting way because it, it it depends on how you bring them back because like especially DC has done this better than Marvel in my opinion just because like when characters I could agree with that characters die in DC Flash stayed dead for like 23 years before they brought him back Um, Hal Jordan was dead for I think a a decade before they brought him back in the comics because they 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 kill these characters off now Superman is a terrible example even though the story is great Superman dies and is brought back in like like no time they were hey, like, what have we hey, done? We fucked up. Hey, hey, Marvel. Marvel's got DC beat. The one death they never they never they never went back on. I mean Gwen Stacy kind of. Well, yeah, Uncle Ben. Gwen Stacy is Spider Man. Such Gwen an overrated death. <laughs> is there really not a comic where Ben is alive and is actually Spider Man because Peter Parker died? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's uh, <laughs> sounds like a, sounds like no, it should no, be no. a thing. Spider point? It's, uh, <laughs> no, no, no. It's, no, no, seriously, it's Spider Verse. Spider Uncle. Uncle Spider-Man. <laughs> um, shows up at some point. Spoilers. Are you having connection issues or am I? Uh, we're in the no, green here. Connection. I think it's connection issues because I have the stream up on my computer and the, the stream keeps loading and unloading. I'm going to restart the stream real quick. <clears throat> are we back? Can you guys see us? Can you guys hear us? I think we're good. I think we're good now. Um, what was our point? Hang on. Where were we getting at? Okay. So the death – is it Death in the Family? Uh, death in the Family is the new iteration uh, with uh, New 52. Death with, no, Death in the Family is the old one. Death in the Family is the older one. Death of the Family is the new 52. Now, okay. The, the only problem I have with your point here is the fact that they – they didn't even do the death as like a bam smack he's dead. They did the fucking bullshit where everyone had the the hated no, reaction. Yeah. Where it's like, is that really good storytelling though? To where like they, we they, write this the, character. The, 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 con- the, the way it was like was it concepted, like it just wasn't that wasn't great. But the actual overall story, man. If you haven't read Death in the Family, I I've, I've read bullet points. I haven't read, read the actual it book. It's so though. good. Um, like I wasn't in tears because you know I'm, I'm a grown ass man and I don't cry at comic books anymore anymore um, anymore. <laughs> I've never cried from a comic book ever. I, I, I've teared up, not cried, but like it, it's gotten to me at a certain point. But that that was one of the better 
writing examples I, I, I've read. I love the, the story arc, especially with the, the resurrection and all that stuff. But, I mean, I mean, like, the death doesn't... The death is important because it carries a story, but I don't. I wouldn't say that it followed me because I didn't even read the book. Well, that doesn't count, I guess. But I mean, knowing the story is important to understand the future Batman stories. That's why comic books are just fucking confusing, because story points like that that are actually important to the overall arc. Like I, I think what makes the the Jason Todd story so appealing is the way that because like mostly when you see like strong superhero deaths like. They're the main character, and you see them killed off, and you don't see the way it affects people. But with Jason Todd, you you mm. focus on the way it affects Batman. And but that was my point on why it is an overused trope, because that's literally why the death is the overused trope to motivate characters to do certain thing. But is it only in comic books? Or no, it's I mean fucking Lion King. They had to get Simba to stand on his own and not be a mama's boy, or fucking you know, like he. But he didn't use the, the the death of his father to move forward in that movie. He it, it, they used it the opposite way where it broke him. It, no, and that's good story. It, like, the entire movie is spent like Timon Pumbaa and Rafiki are spent making him get rid of it. Like like don't think about it. It's in the past. It can hurt, but it don't worry about that's it. That's important. That's an important lesson to learn that death isn't the end. Like there's still life after death, and you have to learn to to move on to carry on. You can't just leave your life behind, which is the point of the Lion King. You can't go out and fucking Hakuna Matata because you have friends and family that are getting destroyed over here. You got to stand up and fight for what's right. You know what I'm talking about? Epic delivery of a Disney movie. (laughs) Dude, Disney is good storytelling. Why are these? It is Hamlet. It is the same story. I'm just saying, man. uh, It is overused, but there's a reason for it because it, it. It's such an easy storytelling like thing. It it works. It hooks you. Don't get me wrong. Like that's what immediately hooked me into Harry Potter was the fact that the, the movie starts off about the way that that story matures spoiler, is his amazing <laughs> his parents are dead his, you don't even see his parents die like uh, see is a strange thing you don't see them die until like what the fifth or sixth book or like when they're trying to finally explain why Voldemort can't touch him or I guess that's way earlier maybe I'm wrong I mean, it's if, the if flash of green like lights. Haggard's explaining it to him in the book, but if you're watching the movie, it's in the very first movie. Like the scene is in the. Very oh, first movie. that doesn't count. Um, I don't remember the movies but that he well. He describes that scene of what happened to him in the very first book too. You don't actually like. It's not like a retelling of it, but it's. They eventually do do that. They do don't a they? retelling. Okay, of it, but later on. Later anyway, on, yeah. we're Harry Potter, man. I could talk about Harry Potter all day, guys. I agree. D Rock, what do you? What's your take on um, the overuse of killing? in stories or do you think there's an overuse or you think it's fine i think at this point a lot of things are over- <clears throat> uh i don't know uh, i'm trying to think of an example where it bothered me. i don't like it in movies where they they're like oh we're gonna kill somebody oh we're not oh we're gonna do it oh we're not gonna do it oh 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 here come oh no no i don't i don't like teasing in movies see uh you brought up a good point there and it's i can actually relate this perfectly to the walking dead tv show where literally the entire show basically at this point is like who's gonna die next like that's basically you can make that work (laughs) still because game of thrones uses it perfectly games of thrones is a little bit different because Games you're not actually you're not actually watching to see who's gonna like survive. You're watching it because right, but it is still a big part of that show. Is who are they gonna lose this? But thing? that's the difference, though. Like Game of Thrones uses it the, the in a better angel. way. It's not the yeah, angel because you Whereas have an overarching story. The Walking Dead. The only thing that people talk about anymore is like 
Oh, who who's dying this season? Who's dying That's there? Right. Whereas bro, Game of Thrones, it's bro, just bro, bro, no. With Game of Thrones, anytime I ever hear any, did you see who died? Oh, this person died. This person died. I'm 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 with Ryan on this one. If if that's where he was going, like it's it's the same thing as Walking Dead. Uh, it's not the Although, same. I don't. Thing I don't the see story, the story in Game of Thrones. If they didn't kill people off, the story in Game of Thrones could carry it by itself. Yeah. If they didn't kill people off in Walking Dead. The story would have lasted more than three seasons. I don't think. Game Game of Thrones is a whole different ballpark. Like to me, I mean, if they if I mean I mean Game of Thrones is probably written better. Because the 100%, the production, the, the writing, everything's better. The story. The comics uh, tell the story, tell an actual story so much better than the show does because the show basically just hypes off of those comic book, those iconic comic book moments. It's Yeah, but that's what I was about to say. The Walking Dead comics, those are those are so good. I mean, they're, like, they're you know. Because the books are so I mean, I'm not commenting on that. I'm commenting on the show, whereas I don't even watch it anymore because it just became, who's going to die this season Who's going to die in the next one? Here's new characters. Let's pick out which one of these we're going to murder in stupid ways. What aggravated like, to me the most about the show is just like if it's not somebody dying in an episode, it's the, a, a character dramatically staring off into a sunset for about five minutes. Right. And then having some dialogue about how they're, they need to keep their humanity or they, they don't need to keep their humanity or just uh, the shows. I'll still watch the show just because I want to see how they end it. But I wish they would end it. Like, give me one final season and just really commit to what the story actually is. Because at this point, I feel like there's no actual overlying story anymore. It's just survival, which is great <laughs> if you're into that. But me personally, I just don't have the time to watch that many episodes about survival. But see, like, and that, that's TV for you, though. Like, like, like regular TV. I mean, look at the f- right out. There's so much you filler. See, look at what? Look at the Flash. The Flash. Oh. The Flash. I mean, like, it's. If The Walking Dead would cut it down to the episodes of like how um, the Netflix series I does wish. it, I love Netflix's model of like the ten episodes per season. I fucking love that I, model. I, look, I love it, but at the same time, I, I always want more. And I guess that's the the, the better part. Exactly. Of it. I don't want more of The Walking Dead when the season's <laughs> done. I'm like, The Walking Dead's only thirteen to fourteen episodes a season. It so. feels so much longer. It, I mean, it does. It does. <laughs> but like the Arrowverse, I, I hate calling it that. Um, like 24 episodes a season, dude. By the time I'm uh, done with it, I'm like, I can wait a year for more. Whereas, like, after I'm done watching uh, Daredevil, I'm like, dude, I need more now. And that's what you want to... It can still work with the 20 episode thing because Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. leaves me wanting more every season. They do it a very clever way, though, where they have arcs. Where one season is technically like three seasons of of show. Which, by the way, if you guys don't watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., fucking watch it because that's the best comic book TV show. Besides, besides Daredevil, great show, but it's not better than Daredevil or Punisher. uh, Besides the the Marvel rated R type shit that they're allowed to get away with, but as far as like regular network television, like that's the best one. Like it beats Flash, it beats fucking uh, Gotham, all the all those motherfuckers. Like I don't understand how that show can trump the rest of them. With dude, I don't I don't get it, but it's amazing. Just get past the first season, Rock. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. I'm telling you, when they cross over with Winter Soldier, that's when she gets real fucking good. When they cross over with what? Winter Soldier. Oh, okay. Um, And not so much like, okay, so back to the point of the character deaths thing. Not even like character deaths, but I'm I'm actually getting tired of the the superhero troop of their parents are dead. It's like if any, any That's character that they want you to symbolize with at the beginning of the story, they have some kind of tragedy involving their parents. And that is 
so overdone to me. Like, I, I wonder if you could actually like realistically create a superhero that came from a thriving, uh, <laughs> functional family, you know, like, um, that's, that's what's, um, interesting to me about, uh, superheroes in general is they have to connect it to regular people. It can't be like rich snobs, you know, that you don't connect with or relate to or feel bad for. And that you, you want to see a story where somebody's, broken down and make their way to the top like that's just what we look for in stories so how could you make an i'm sure there there's a ton of examples out there i'm sure but like damaged characters are more relatable because that's just how we are like that's we fair. we like drama like in storytelling like it's just it's the damaged. thing damaged on the forehead like i can't think of an example of a superhero that doesn't have dead parents or uncles like uh I mean, maybe Wonder, Wonder Woman, like... She doesn't know who her father is. Ah, fuck. I don't know, man. That's, that's a, that is a good point. Look, 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 look. I can name some characters, uh, but... I feel... They, they I, don't die. Their parents end up being, like, like X-Men characters. Majority of the characters, like... They they don't have any like harsh background other than being mutant. Yeah, but that's so damaging parents, enough. Yeah, outcasts from society. That is a little bit different but that's though. Not, but but that's not their parents are. That's dead. not their parents, but it's still a damaging thing that has them like set back. That they have to. It it is interesting because I'm like I'm literally I mean Ninja Turtles they were just fucking turtles they got yeah. powers. <laughs> there you go. I mean they they came out way on top than being fucking idiots. <laughs> It's just stupid turtles. I mean, they have to live in sewers. <laughs> that, there's that. I mean, but I mean, I can't. I honestly can't. You guys, let us know if you know any. That's going to be it for today, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. We are the Defy Me Boys, minus um, one individual who is dealing with some toothaches after a surgery or procedure. Um, make sure to subscribe to the channel. Check out uh, D-Rock Channel Horror Squid. Check out my gaming channel, Curly Studios Gaming. And we'll see you guys possibly later the same time next week or earlier. But we'll still be late. Love you. Oh, I'm knocking over the microphone. Bye! It's me, Mario. Peach ain't here, it's only Toe. Travel worlds with my bro. It's a Luigi, we the go. Power it up. On the road, mama mia, let me go We breaking fourth walls like bricks You know that Curly's in control This intro's getting long, the time is up We gotta go Ain't been this hype since Super Show We jumping over Podem Ghost Mario's a straight up genius